Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Maradero and Sean Starr. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. It's yet another edition of the Sick Podcast. I'm Tony Marinero. He's Sean Starr. And you can follow us on all social media platforms at the Sick Podcast. We're taking a look at the National Football League, Sean. Many things to tackle. Let's start with the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Bucks. My question to you, did the Saints expose the Bucks? I think they did. I think you can make a case that Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, the New York Giants also exposed the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, earlier in the season. Look, I mean, we talk about uh, what Bruce Arians is doing here. I mean, I don't think he's doing himself any favors, Tony. And I think New Orleans helped push the aggravation level right through the roof. Tom Brady is trying to adjust to a new coach, a new crop of receivers, a new scheme. He's only known Bill Belichick for 20 years, more than 20 years as a professional quarterback for the New England Patriots, where he's run up title after title after title. Now he's trying to learn on the fly. And yeah, New Orleans went there, outscored him, by a ridiculous 72 to 26 margin, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, because of Tom Brady, had a lot of expectations, but they're not perfect. This is a team that didn't do all that well last year. Jameis Winston was a pick machine. Tom Brady has to come in and fix everything ASAP. And while, while Drew Brees may have exposed a little bit of flaws, I, I can't say I'm all that surprised. I wasn't expecting Tom Brady to go there and go 14-2 and win the, win the Super Bowl. Like, what else are people expecting here? Okay, I don't have a problem with the Tampa Bay Bucks losing a game to the New Orleans Saints who are led by a great quarterback and a pretty good team and anything can happen. The problem that I have is it's the game of the week. It's Sunday night football. You put up three points. Yeah, They couldn't get in the end zone once. And you know what? The game before that, the first half versus the New York Giants, they looked absolutely awful. And, you know, at the end, if the Giants, if there's a penalty on that play – they possibly convert on the two-point convert. The game possibly goes to overtime. They possibly lose. Now, I know that you can look at it any way you want, but it's a couple of weeks in a row they haven't impressed me. And what hasn't impressed me is the offensive play calling. And I don't understand what's going on. And I think it's two or three times already this season, at the beginning of the season, at another point, and now Bruce Arians is calling out Tom Brady for not playing his best football. And it's just I'm, I'm starting to wonder – yeah. Did Bruce Arians really want Tom Brady there, or was it someone else's call? No, Bruce, I mean, listen, any coach in the National Football, you can get hands on Tom Brady, unless you're Andy Reid, you're basically going to take Tom Brady. At 43 years of old, the guy's, the guy's a, a, it's crazy what he's been able to do at this age. You know, we watched Peyton Manning. Remember Peyton Manning? At yeah. his age, quarterbacking the Denver Broncos, the guy was throwing waffles in the air. He couldn't throw that straight football. That's not the case with Tom Brady. Not at all. So, listen, I mean, I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so they got swept. Uh, they got outscored uh, more than 2-1 to one by Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Tom Brady is going to be fine. Bruce Arians knows he has a winner there. Tom knows how to win football games. We're at the halfway point of the season. Let's remember, they kept Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay offense to 10 points. Let's not forget what happened there. At the time, Green Bay was right there as the darlings of the NFL, right there with, with, with Kansas City and with Pittsburgh and with Tennessee in the early blush of the season. It's okay. We're at the halfway point. They lost a big game. Let's see what Tom Terrific's pushback is going to be, Tony. That's going to tell us a lot. Speaking of big-name quarterbacks, ask me if I'm worried about Lamar Jackson. So, Lamar Jackson, we know the tale of the tape here. Lamar Jackson is 0 for big games in his life. And by big games, he's 0 for 3 against the Kansas City Chiefs. 
He's 0 for 2 as a starter of the Baltimore Ravens. And he hasn't won a playoff game. Not good. Are we talking worry with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore in terms of a long-term contract, Tony? Listen, I'm not worried about him. First of all, one of the most spectacular quarterbacks in the league. We know what his strength is. His strength is running the football. The problem is, is that they're going to have to insulate him a lot better. And they're going to have to give him But Look, there's no doubt he's still young. He still lacks experience. And he still doesn't know how to win the big game. I got all of that. That's going to come with time. But they're going to need to get him some big game uh, wide receivers or a, a big name that can catch the ball. Because right now, the offensive play calling becomes way too predictable. If his guys are covered, he's going to run the ball. And if they're not covered, he's probably going to run the ball anyway. So if they insulate him with a little bit of time and experience, I'm going to bet on Lamar Jackson. He'll be okay. Lamar Jackson, did you know he's 25-5 and in his first 30 NFL starts? Like, we're talking Dan Marino levels here. We're talking Hall of Fame quarterback comparables. That's what Lamar Jackson has done. And granted, as I mentioned, he's 0-2 in the playoffs, and he's 0-3 against Kansas City. And your point's well made. When Baltimore has the lead, they're a completely different team. As a matter of fact, Baltimore, in 31 consecutive games, has put up at least 20 points. That's an NFL record. But they're a completely different team when they're behind. And that's where Lamar Jackson needs to learn to be a better quarterback. And there's nothing wrong with learning as he moves. Look at Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, who earlier this week says he's still learning defenses. He's still learning, picking up on tendencies from other teams. Lamar Jackson is still kind of green. I'm not worried about Lamar Jackson. I think if you're worried about Lamar Jackson, you probably have an agenda because you're worried about you're seeing Patrick Mahomes or you're seeing Aaron Rodgers or you're seeing Justin Herbert or Burrow, these strong pocket passing quarterbacks. Granted, Lamar Jackson can learn to be a better pocket passer. But at the end of the day, we're talking about game-breaking talent. The guy's 25-5 and five in his first 30 NFL starts. It's on you if you're worried about Lamar Jackson's future. If I'm Lamar Jackson... I want a five-year deal at max money, and I'm good with that, and I think Baltimore should be good with that too. The only team to not lose a game this year in the NFL is? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Are you concerned? Am I worried? No. Yeah. Well, we're concerned about what? There ain't no, Tony. There ain't no. Come on. So what? They've had uh, five games uh, where they've run into uh, one-score kind of verdicts. Their defense is strong. They're winning games. They're closing out teams. Are you worried about the Pittsburghs? If you're a fan of the Steelers, are you worried at 8 at eight? No, about what the rest of the season has up its sleeve for you? Come on. So I'm not worried because they could lose their next two games and they'll still be 8-2, and two, and that's still going to be one of the best records in the entire National Football League. But Cynics will tell you they haven't really beat anybody. Now, they beat the Baltimore Ravens. They beat the Tennessee Titans. They haven't beat anybody more than that. This is what I say. I say this. When they beat Baltimore – and when they beat Tennessee, those two teams were in the top five power rankings in the National Football League. Okay, and they were able to win those games. They beat one team by four. They beat another team by three. It could have gone either way. But at the end of the day, they won the game. And their defense has been a big play defense. Down to the wire, teams are going for the end zone on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're stuffing them every single time. So yeah. are they as good as their record? I'd be willing to say no. Is there any cause for concern? No, there's not. I think they're I think they're full value for eight and zero. As a matter of fact, I looked at what they did against Dallas. Right, Dallas coming out and they're uh, they're getting out to a lead. Dallas looks like a team uh, that hasn't been the embarrassment of the NFC. That hasn't been the embarrassment of the first half of the NFL season. But you know what impresses me? I look at it the other way. Yeah. I don't look at it as a as a seven and zero team that almost choked away a game to an embarrassment of a team like Dallas. I look at it as a team that realized 
shit, we better wake up. If we don't wake up, we're going to be embarrassed. And good teams find a way to close out games. And they did that. They did that against Tennessee. They did that against Baltimore. They did that against Dallas. I'm a believer you learn to win by losing. And Pittsburgh, granted, they haven't lost yet, but they've been really, really close. And there's valuable lessons to take away from that. And I trust teams, Tony, that run the ball and have good defenses as we get yeah. towards colder months. I am not worried whatsoever about Pittsburgh. About a week ago, you told me that you were putting your money on Tom Brady to be the NFL MVP when this season is all said and done and it's over. Today, I tell you, off the top of my head, there are four names that are ahead of Tom Brady, no doubt about it, in no particular order. Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And Russell mm -hmm. Wilson. Okay, so let's go through this. Josh Allen, you're... Um... AFC offensive player, he's starting to light it up. Gets yeah. he gets honored for what he did in Week Nine. Seven Rodgers, stock continues to slip. At Russell Wilson, four turnovers last yeah. week, gets trounced by the Buffalo Bills and Mr. Josh Allen himself. Yeah, explain to me, in what world does it yeah. make sense that Russell Wilson is the odds-on Vegas favorite to win the MVP this year? I do, well, not un I do not understand it. Well, he shouldn't be because with all due respect to him, even though I think he's had a very good season, yeah. against winning teams, he's one and two. The only team that he's beat were Ryan Fitzpatrick's Miami Dolphins. Right. Sean, right. make no mistake. Today, as you and I speak right now, the MVP yeah. of the league is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I agree. I agree. I, I agree with you. He had four touchdowns last week. Uh, he's thrown 25 touchdowns only one interception, and they are arguably the best team in football. So whether or not he's going to be able to keep it up, I do believe yeah. he will because he's a phenom. Anyway. I don't uh, even think – hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I yeah. don't even think – I don't even think it's debatable. I think Kansas City uh, is just full stop the best team in football today, even though Pittsburgh is at 8-0. No. But here's the thing about Patrick Mahomes, okay? Yeah. You know what's happened? The expectations, Tony, for Patrick Mahomes are so high are so high, we're, we're bored by what he's done. You talk about the 25 to 1 ratio, touchdowns to interceptions. His team is 8 and 1. There's Patrick Mahomes is statistically better than every other quarterback, especially yeah. Russell Wilson. But because he's so great, because he's the Super Bowl champion, because the expectations are so high, we've seen this from Patrick Mahomes. He's just great. He is the league's most valuable player. Spare me the Russell Wilson debate. Not happening. Right, so you talked about who you think is the best team in the National Football League. Before we get to our NFL's top five, yeah. I want to start with our NFL's bottom five because I think yeah. that's quicker. The worst team in football is? It's the New York Jets. Come on. The New York Jets. They haven't won a game yet. The second worst team in the, New in the National Football League is? The Jacksonville Jaguars. The third worst team in the National Football League is? This is going to be debatable. I put the Dallas Cowboys there. Well, the Dallas Cowboys 100% because of the injuries, but we know that they wouldn't be. Now, the fourth worst team and the fifth worst team, I'm going to say that Washington are a little bit worse than the Giants. I actually think the Giants are better than their record, but at two and seven – I have to put them in the bottom five teams in the National Football League. So I have I mean, the Jets is the worst, Jacksonville is the second worst, Dallas is the third worst, Washington is the fourth worst, and the New York Giants is the fifth worst. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, you know, the Giants are better than Washington. I agree with your take. But what a shame. 
What a shame. The the three 60% of the worst teams in the league belong in one division. All right. NFL's top five. Okay, you ready? How do you want to start? With four or five? Okay, so listen here quickly. Last when we did this last week, my yeah. power rankings, my top five teams last week, okay? Pittsburgh, yeah. Kansas City, Seattle, Baltimore, Green Bay. That was uh after week eight. Okay. And now here we go. The number one team. It's got to be. It's Pittsburgh. They're eight and zero. Nobody else has yet to suffer. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh never lost the game yet. I don't think they're the best team in football, but I'd yeah. be stupid to say, and I'm not a stupid guy, that they're not number one in the power rankings when they haven't lost a game. The Pittsburgh Steelers are number one power rankings today. Number two power rankings today. The Kansas City Chiefs at eight one. I can't dispute that. Kansas City ready to take over as the number one team. Eventually, I think they'll get there. The number three team on my list coming in with a six and two record. Got it. The New Orleans Saints. I agree with you. After destroying Tampa Bay by a score of 38-3, to and they now won five games in a row, they are hot. They're hot at the right time. The Saints at number three. Here's where we're going to have some debate. At number four and number five. Because Baltimore, Tennessee, Green Bay, and I believe the Buffalo Bills can all be in this category. Because Baltimore has a differential of plus 85. And they have Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go with Baltimore as number four, but I know it's debatable. And at number five, well, I'm going to go with Tennessee still, but very close to Tennessee are the Bills and the Packers. So I'm with you uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, They're another 6-2 team, and they're coming off a big road win against Phillip Rivers, who was hot in Indianapolis. At number five, they dropped down from three. It's the Seattle Seahawks. I know they got trounced by Buffalo. I'm not giving it to Tennessee. I still need to see more from Tennessee. I still need to see more from Buffalo. Just because you won a game, you beat Chicago. whoop de dee doo I don't care. It's nothing to me. Seattle is still the mm, second or third best team in the NFC. They're my number five team. So the way I looked at it, Seattle lost to the Bills. The Bills lost to the Titans. Hence, my Titans at number five. This was the Sick Podcast, and you can follow us on all social media platforms, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Overcast, you name it, and including our Instagram account, at the yeah. Sick Podcast. He shot Cody, 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 wait, 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 hold on. Before yeah. we leave, Masters Picks, John Ram, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau. Those are my Masters. It's Masters Week, Tony. Enjoy it. It's the Sick Podcast. We'll talk to you again next time. Cheers. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.